0: Please join me for my live weekly coaching calls on Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Eastern. I share a different coaching tool or strategy every week that you can apply in your life right away. You can also ask questions or just listen in on the call. Go to LDSdivorce.com and sign up today. Hey, y'all, and welcome back for more gin juice. This month, I'm talking about exes. Last week, I talked about how to forgive your ex and their affair partner. This is a topic that comes up so often, and the techniques that I share can be applied to anyone in your life that you would like to forgive. So if you haven't listened to last week's podcast episode, go check it out now. Today, I'm talking about co-parenting with your ex. Obviously, you are divorced. You are very different people with different lifestyles and goals and values. After divorce, you both lead very different lives. Sometimes one person leaves the church and embraces a whole new lifestyle. It's normal to worry about the influence that the other parent has on your children. It's normal to be concerned about the sort of things your children will be exposed to when they're with their other parent. I get a lot of questions about situations like this. What should I do when my ex is not a good parent? Or how do I handle my ex's lack of interest in our children or lack of effort to see them or be involved in their lives? What do I do when my ex doesn't show up for their scheduled visits with our children? Another question I get often is how do I handle my ex's lifestyle choices that I don't agree with and don't want my children exposed to? First, let me remind you that you and your children are having the experience you're supposed to have. Divorce is part of your story, and it's part of your children's story too, and this is exactly how it's supposed to be. Divorce is not something anyone ever plans for, but that doesn't mean That anything has gone wrong. It is not a surprise to God. You are having the experience you're supposed to have. Your children are having the experiences they are supposed to have. Second, there is no one right way to parent. Even in a healthy marriage, there are a lot of different schools of thought about parenting, and it's very likely that you and your ex would have different ways of parenting even if you didn't divorce. There is wisdom in God's plan for children having a mother and a father who do things differently. Children can benefit from different parenting styles, and it does not mean that your way is the right way and that your ex's way is wrong. It is healthy for all parents to be kind and considerate and understanding of another parent's way of doing things and accept that there's more than one right way to parent. Third, no one wants to see their children get hurt by a parent's lack of interest, commitment, or involvement in their kids' lives, but it happens. We can be compassionate with our children and sympathize with them and teach them healthy strategies for dealing with these disappointing situations. Every one of us get to choose how we want to show up as a parent, whether we're married or divorced. Many times people show up as better parents after divorce than when they were married. It happens, but people also choose to disengage and drop their parental responsibilities. This also happens. The only person that you can control is you. It's important that you let go of what you think the other parents should do. They get to choose how they want to parent just like you do. Now I know it is heartbreaking to see your kids suffer. I have experienced this and it's terrible. We all face difficult situations in our lives and our children do too. It's our job to help them deal with these hard situations in healthy ways. It's not easy, but you can help them navigate these trying situations with the right tools and strategies. So that's what I would like to share with you today. The best way to be successful in any situation is to be prepared. So I want to share the best strategies and tips that I have to help you be the best co-parent that you can be. My goal in sharing my co-parenting strategies is to give you a blueprint to follow, to help your children have the stability, security that they need when their lives are changing in different ways, and enjoy the best possible relationships they can have with both of their parents. Now, the goal for a successful co-parenting relationship is a partnership. And the key to making this happen is to separate your own personal relationship with your ex from your co-parenting relationship. Start thinking of your relationship with your ex as a completely new relationship, one that is solely focused on the well-being of your children and not either of you. Your marriage may be over, but your family is not, and acting in your kid's best interest is the most important thing you can do to have a healthy co-parenting relationship. When you do this, it will bless and benefit your children's lives in many ways. Your kids will recognize that they are more important than any conflict that resulted in the end of your marriage, and they will understand that your love for them will always be there even when other circumstances change. When divorced parents have a cooperative relationship, kids can feel secure and confident in the love of both of their parents. They will adjust more quickly and easily to the divorce and their new living situations and feel better and more confident about themselves. Children benefit from consistency, so establishing set routines early on and sticking with them will help your children adjust and know what to expect and what is expected of them. No parent wants to get divorced, but even through divorce and beyond, you are teaching your children by your example. If you can have a successful co-parenting relationship, they will learn from your problem-solving skills. They will benefit from seeing you work together with your ex to have a successful co-parent relationship by cooperating with each other it will teach them to do the same in their own lives. They can establish a pattern. You will establish a life pattern for your children to carry into the future to help them build and maintain stronger relationships. Phase one of my co-parenting strategy is separate your emotions from co-parenting with your ex. Successful co-parenting means that you own your own emotions. So any anger or bitterness or hurt that you may have connected to your ex, that's yours. You need to own those emotions, work through those things on your own. You have to act from an emotionally mature place with your ex and focus on the children. It's normal and natural to have those hard feelings, but co-parenting is not about your feelings, and it's not about how you feel about your ex. It's about choosing to make decisions that are focused on your child's well-being, stability, and their future well-being. Choose to be the best parent for your children. It's okay To feel hurt and angry but don't act from that place remember to consider what is best for your children and then work cooperatively with their other parent to reach the goal of having a successful co-parenting relationship if you're struggling with dealing with those negative emotions towards your ex then get those feelings out somewhere else don't express those or vent those to your children Share those with a friend, a therapist, or a coach. They all make good listeners and can help you process those feelings. Don't share those feelings with your children. Stay kid-focused. Remember, you need to act with purpose and grace. Remember, your child's best interests are at stake. As you focus on what is best for them, you can work out your negative emotions towards your ex in other situations. Next tip, don't put your children in the middle. Keep your personal issues with your ex out of your relationship with your children. Don't put your children in the middle. Resolve to keep your issues with your ex away from your children. Don't use your kids as messengers. When you use your children to convey messages to their other parent, it puts them in the middle of the conflict. And the goal is to keep your children out of the conflict, out of any problems with your relationship with your ex. If you have a problem with them, you need to call, email, or text them directly. And keep your issues to yourself. Don't express your negative thoughts or feelings about your ex to your children or make them feel like they have to choose. Your child has the right to a relationship with their parent that is free from your influence. Trust me here, friends. I'm speaking from experience. Phase two, improve your communication with your co-parent. Clear, kind, direct communication with your ex is important to having a successful co-parenting relationship. Even though it may seem impossible, it all starts with your mindset. So think about your communication with your ex as having the highest purpose, your child's well-being. Before contact with your ex, ask yourself how your actions will affect your children, and then decide to conduct yourself with grace and dignity. Make your child the focal point of every discussion you have with your ex. It's also a good idea to use written communication when you can. Text and emails can help you eliminate saying things that you may regret or that aren't beneficial to the co-parenting relationship. Remember, stick with clear, kind, direct communication. Next tip, set a respectful, almost business-like tone to your communication. Think about the relationship with your ex as a business partnership where the business Is your children's well-being and then speak or write to your ex as you would a business colleague remember to be cordial and respectful and neutral and take your time relax don't respond or react too quickly to any situation another good rule of thumb is to make requests instead of making statements or demands it's just respectful and kind if you make a request Like, would you be willing to? Or can we try this? Another important tip is to listen. Communicating maturely starts with listening. Even if you end up disagreeing with the other parent, you should at least be able to convey to your ex that you have understood their point of view and heard what they're saying. This is just good communication, friends. Next Commit to communicating regularly. It might be difficult in the early stages, but if you keep in touch and keep the lines of communication open, then that will help resolve problems in the future. Also remember to keep your conversations kid-focused. Don't let your discussion with your ex digress into a dispute about your needs or their needs. It should always stay kid-focused. Last tip to improve your communication is show restraint. This is a long-term partnership relationship. Communicating with your ex about your children is going to go on for the length of your children's childhood and possibly longer. So take your time when interacting or responding. And if you're really upset about a situation, give it at least 24 hours before you try to discuss it. Phase three, resolving co-parenting disagreements. We all know they're going to happen. They come up. Okay, so I have a few tips for you to keep in mind as you're resolving disagreements. First, respect can go a long way. Remember, kind, clear, direct communication. Simple manners could be the foundation for your co-parenting relationship. So be considerate and respectful. That includes notifying each other of school events and being flexible when possible. Next, keep the lines of communication open. If you disagree about something important, you will need to continue discussing it but not in front of your children. And if you can't agree, then you may want to get a third party involved like a therapist or a mediator. Next, don't sweat the small stuff. If you disagree about an important issue involving um, a medical decision or educational decision, you definitely need to take it seriously and come to an agreement that you both feel comfortable with. But if you want your kid to go to bed at 7.30 and your ex says eight, let it go and save your energy for bigger issues, okay? Next tip I have for you is compromise. Yes, you will both have to compromise in order to have a successful co-parenting relationship. And it may not always be your first choice, but a compromise allows both of you to win and makes you both more likely to be flexible in the future. It is possible to have a successful co-parenting relationship with your ex if your goal for this relationship is a partnership. Now, the key to making this happen is separating your personal. personal relationship with your ex from your co-parenting relationship. Your co-parenting relationship is completely about the well-being of your children, and it's not about either of you. Your marriage may be over, but your family is not. Acting in your kid's best interest is your most important priority, and in order to do that, you have to come from a mature, responsible place and focus on your kid's needs ahead of your own. So the takeaways I have for you today are first, you and your children are having the experience you're supposed to have. Divorce is part of your story, and it's part of your children's story, and that is exactly how it's supposed to be. Two, there is no one right way to parent, and it is important for all parents to be kind and considerate of each other's way of doing things. And third, you get to show up as the parent you want to be, regardless of how your ex is parenting. The way to be a successful co-parent is being prepared with a game plan. My goal in sharing my co-parenting strategies with you is to give you a blueprint to follow so you can be prepared for co-parenting situations as they arise. And you can help your children have stability and security and enjoy the best possible relationships that they can have with both of their parents. Co-parenting is a partnership relationship with your ex, and it is possible for you to have a successful co-parenting relationship with your ex. The specific steps and process of doing this is something that I do with my clients in one-on-one coaching. And if you want help with this process, I can help you with it every step of the way. So set up an appointment with me today and let's get started. I would be so honored to be your coach. Thanks so much for joining me today. Have a great week. Bye y'all. If you're ready to dive deeper into this work and learn the tools and the skills you need to change the trajectory of your life forever, go to ldsdivorce.com and sign up for a free consultation with me. This is just the tip of the iceberg, my friends. There is so much more. I would love to work with you and be your life coach.